episode of Debating Metal. I'm your host, Kenneth Dean, the Dean of Metal, and I'm joined by my guest co-host, Sklow. After the rise and fall of grunge, the new wave of American heavy metal saw an explosion of new artists and new styles. One of the bands that stood out and led the way was Lamb of God. Formed in 1994 as Burn the Priest, the band released their self-titled debut album in 1999, and one year later, they changed their name to Lamb of God, and the rest, they say, is history. After 11 full-length albums, nine of those as Lamb of God and two of those as Burn the Priest, with one of those, Burn the Priest, as a cover album, they also have one EP and one live album. Lamb of God has sold over 2 million albums in the U.S., and after touring with bands such as Anthrax, Megadeth, and most recently Pantera, Lamb of God show no signs of slowing down anytime soon. So today, Sklo and I have chosen 15 songs each from their catalog that we consider their best songs. Any tracks we duplicate will automatically make the list. Whichever songs are not, we'll debate to see which ones make the final cut. Then we'll arrange them in concert set list order for the ultimate Lamb of God greatest hits. And at the end, stick around, we'll give you our big four Lamb of God albums. So sit back, relax, turn it up to 11, and let the debate begin. So Sklo... Yes. Lamb of God, one of your favorite bands. Am I wrong? Am I right? I'm very excited about this episode. When you reached out to me about this episode, I was super excited. Yes, these are Lamb of God is one of my favorite bands ever and around right now. I love these guys. It was hard to get this list down to 15 songs. I'll tell you that for me, anyway. <laughs> I it, it's funny. I I know about how how things are hard to to get down a certain number. I, if I'm not mistaken. We with Metallica, we got it down to fifteen when when uh, Chris K and I did it, and uh, I think we did twenty for um, for Iron Maiden, and then when we did Motorhead, we did two episodes for Motorhead. It was Greatest Hits one and Greatest Hits two, because it ended up being they had so they had the two basically it was like two eras: the original three guys. And then a few years later into, you know, um, when there was four guys and then back to three after, after filthy animal Taylor left. And then after, uh, fast Eddie Clark left, they, they became a four piece and a three piece and a four piece and three piece. But then like the second, like the, to, from the two thousands on or somewhere around there, they were a completely different band and they were just so, they were so potent in all the stuff they did. We did two greatest hits episodes for them. So it, I know how hard it can be to, to, to narrow this down to 15. Yes, it was very hard. All right. I'm so, very excited. I'm very excited. Cool, cool. Awesome. So let's go ahead and get this thing started. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read off my 15 songs that I chose. And uh, you, you're probably going to sit there and say, why? Why do you choose that one? Or, oh, I didn't think of that one. Uh, <laughs> or you can sit there and say, yeah, he, I, I knew he was going to pick those. But um, then you'll give me your 15. So anyway, my 15. And this is in no particular order, although most of the time it comes out in chronological order. Um, All right. Number one, Black Label from New American Gospel. Number two, Ruin from As the Palace Burns. Number three, Laid to Rest from Ashes of the Wake. Number four, now you've got something to die for, also from Ashes of the Wake. Number five, 
And oh, number five, six, and seven. So f- number five, walk with me in hell. Number six, redneck. Number seven, beating on death's door. All three from sacrament. Number eight, set to fail from wrath. Number nine, terminally unique from resolution. Number 10, the undertow from resolution. Number 11, still echoes from seven, Sturm und Drang. And number 12, the Duke from the Duke EP. Number 13, Gears from Lamb of God, the self-titled album. And number 14, Memento Mori from Lamb of God. And then last but not least, the new album, Omens, I took, uh, I picked Ditch. So there's my 15. What do you think of that? I love your list. Um, it's a great list. Definitely some different than mine, but we do have a lot of similar ones. I'm trying to think top of my head, but we'll we'll go down and count those at the end. But yeah, I really think that's an awesome list. Um, that's a great set list for if you came out to see a Lamb of God show, I'd be very happy with that as a, <laughs> as a set list. So that's awesome, man. So yeah, we do have similar ones. I think we have about six or seven that are about the same. So I think that's good. That gets us a start overall. So uh, I did the same thing. I, I listed in uh, minor and chronolog- chronological order. And one thing I did want to preface that we didn't say in the beginning is we're, we're only doing the Lamb of God moniker albums. We're not doing the Burn the Priest uh, self-title album. Just want to throw that out there to all the listeners. Um, so first for me, it was Black Label from uh, New American Gospel. Uh, and then I have Ruin. Vigil and Eleventh Hour from As the Palace Burns, um, and then I have Laid to Rest. Now you've got something to die for. An Hourglass from Ashes of the Wake, uh, and then I have uh, Black in the Cursed Sun, Redneck, Walk with Me in Hell from Sacrament. Uh, that gives me uh, ten so far. Uh, my next one is In Your Words from the Wrath album. Then I have Ghost Walking from Resolution. And then I have two from Sturm Ungdrag. I have Engage the Fear Machine and Still Echoes. And rounding out my 15 is Memento More from Lamb of God self-titled, self-titled album. So nothing from the new one. I love the new one. Um, there, was a, there was one or two that... Ditch was definitely that Ditch is my favorite song on that album. So that almost I remember I know we had a talk and I told you it was hard to cut down my list. That was up there for me as one of my close it was probably my top twenty. Um but it's so hard I'm telling you it's so hard for me, Lamb of God, man. I I man, I took some out of this list that I can't believe I didn't have in here. Um but hey, it is what it is. You gotta pick fifteen songs, so you gotta do what you gotta do. But yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> tell you, it's it's hard to pick this fifteen. Okay, well that means that we have eight songs that have crossed over, so those eight automatically make the list, and that leaves seven spots for us to fill with uh, what's it, fourteen songs or something like that. Yeah, so uh, seven from me and seven from you. So that's going to be uh, it's going to be quite a little bit of a battle. Um, which is cool. So for new listeners out there, um, the way this is going to work now is we're going to, each of us, we're going to do this in rounds. So the first round is I will pick a song from my list that I want to keep. And Sklo will pick a song from his list he wants to keep. And those two will be added to the to the final list. 
round two, I'm going to pick a song from my list I'm willing to drop. And then Sklo is going to pick a song from his list he's willing to drop. That completes round two. Round three, I will pick a song from Sklo's list that I'm willing to keep. And he will pick a song from my list he's willing to keep. That's round three. Round four, I will pick a song from his list that I would like to drop, and he will pick a song off of my list that he would like to drop. And that's round four. And then we start all over again, uh, the same as we did round one, until we fill up the seven spots. So it it becomes a little bit of a unique way to to do this uh, because sometimes – if, if we're not careful, we can miss a song. And as evidenced by when I had this same debate with Chris K, I left off um, Open Your Eyes from Alter Bridge during, <laughs> during their Alter Bridge Greatest Hits episode. So, um, Sklo, why don't you start off by picking a song off your list that you want to keep? Real quick, can I just run down the eight that we – Sure. That we that are, everybody kind of knows what the eight were. So the eight that we had the same were uh, Black Label, Ruin, Laid to Rest, Now You've Got Something to Die For, Redneck, Walk With Me in Hell, Still Echoes, and Memento More. Um, so you have seven left and I have seven left. So, so I'm going to pick one. I'm sorry. I'm going to pick one that I want to keep, right? Yes, something from your from your list you want to keep. Now, remember when you do this. Yes. Um, and I know this is your first time, so this this is uh, this is gonna. There's some interesting things that at work here, um, and 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 we've never ever kind of altered things in such a way, but we try to keep in mind we don't want to overload from you know one one album too much over the rest, but. That's not to say that if there's three songs from an album that deserve to be there, you know, it, it that you shouldn't put the songs on there. So what I'm, you know, what I'm getting at. So for instance, you know, if if we were doing Metallica and all of a sudden, you know, we're we're on, you know, we pick five songs from Ride the Lightning, you know, and there's only two songs from say Justice for All, um, sometimes we want to make sure that we have e- equal representation. But that's not always the case. So don't feel like you need to. It's just if you want to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So shoot. All right. My first song that I'm going to keep is Black in the Curse Sun. All right. Black in the Curse Sun. All right. So Black in the Curse Sun is your choice for a song you want to keep. All right. So now I have to pick a song off of my list that I want to keep. And I, I got to sit there and tell you this, you know, I'm not the biggest Lamb of God fan. Uh, it, it took a lot of getting used to for me when I first heard them. There was some really, you know, the, the first album I heard was Ashes of the Wake. Um, it really, really was took me by surprise. Um, that was right about the time when that album came out is when I got into the whole uh, metalcore scene or the 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 harder part of the new wave of American heavy metal. And I got into them with, uh, you know, it was Lamb of God, uh, Shadows Fall, and uh, God Forbid was another band that uh, I really got into. And I, I got to say, you know, Lamb of God was probably the one I liked the least. 
because I really couldn't get into Randy's style of vocals. And it wasn't just the, the screaming and the deathiness sound, but it was the way he sounded. And of all those, those three bands, obviously God forbid is not around anymore. Um, and shadows fall kind of ended and they've done a couple of comebacks and they just recently played a gig. Um, so they reunited, um, for in between anthrax's spare time because <laughs> they got yes. John's eye. They're actually playing uh next weekend in uh in Massachusetts. My son's trying to get up the playing with Lamb of God. Super cool. Oh, they're playing with Lamb of God? Yeah, it's like a festival and there's like a reunion show and they're gonna be there and Lamb of God's headlining it. It's like a three day thing and it's in it's in Boston. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, I mean, yeah, if I was cool. up there, I would love to go. Yeah, he was gonna try to go, but he, he he's un- unable to go. But anyway. Uh, so so that was my that was my thing. So it was really hard for me in in picking because I don't listen to these albums very often. So I'm like, all right, what do I want to do? So I said something has to stand out for me. Something has to stand out. So um, in this particular case, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Duke because it is a contrast to everything that that Lamb of God typically does. And they started with with a song Overlord, you know, with the clean vocals. And there's a combination towards the end where there's there's some some you know growling vocals, but the Duke is just a it, it's a different kind of song, and I like it. It definitely, in terms of a concert, is going to slow things up and kind of reset the show. So I like that. So that's my my pick, the Duke. Okay. But I said Overlord. Overlord was my, my number sixteen song. It almost made my cut. I I was fighting to get that one I, on there. I'm surprised you didn't you didn't pick that one. It uh it literally was. Honestly, up until like an hour before, I was still updating. Like I, I was debating where to put songs. It, it literally just missed it. Like it, it was in my fifteen, and I dropped it. And then, like I love that song because right? I love it. It's, it's different. It's a different type of land I got song, and I love it. I'm, you know, I love. I love it. I mean, again, I am. And you talk about like, one thing I want to say to you too. I thought was really interesting what you said is I was the same way when I first listened to Lamb of God. The first album I heard was, um, actually, uh, I'm sorry, was uh, As a House Burns. And I liked it, but I wasn't like, it's when I started getting into that, that style of music a little bit more. And then I saw them live. It's I'm not no lie. I saw them live a little bit after that. And honestly, I was like, man, I don't know. I'm not like, same thing as you. I don't, it was hard for me to get into it. And then I'll tell you, I gave it another chance. And then Ashley the Way came out and I was like, wow. Like I was like, this is unbelievable. I just, I just loved it. And I love the way he sang, sang and sings. I love the way they play together, the band. Um, and then I went back to listening to As a Palace Burns, and I love it. So it's just, I guess it was just a phase I was in at that time and getting into that phase. And, and now, like, I, anything they put out, I love. And literally, like, they're one of my top bands to listen to right now. I love them. Um, and I think, I think his lyrics are just amazing, by the way, too, uh, that he comes with. So anyway, I just wanted to say that. So, so yeah, you picked the, the Duke. That's a good one. That's a good one to pick. I love that. Yeah, it's a, it's a good change of pace song. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. All right, so we're now we're down to you so, pick one from my list. Is that how it works? No, round two, you're going to pick one from your list. You're willing to drop. Willing to drop. Okay, I'm looking at my list. I have vigil, eleventh hour, hourglass, in your words, ghost walking, and engage the fear machine. I think. I am going to drop Ghost Walking. Ghost Walking. See ya. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> bye bye. But I'll listen to you soon. Don't worry. 
<laughs> I'm still gonna be there to hold you, baby. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have um just looking at this and and the list and the way it's it's laid itself out. So you picked Black uh Black and the Cursed Sun, and so that gives us three songs from Sacrament. Yes. Um and I I even though I have a song I from Sacrament that I like that I actually started listening to today. I'm like, that's a pretty cool song. I'm going to go ahead and drop it because we already have three songs from Sacrament and that's going to be beating on death's door. Yeah. That's a great song. Great song. Okay. So now it's your turn to pick a song off of my list. You want to keep. All right. This to me, it's actually pretty. Excuse me, too, but I, I'm going to set set to fail. I'm going to put on your list, put on the list. I love so that song. Keep set to fail. All right. Keep set to fail, which is off the rap album. Okie dokie. All right. So now I have to pick a song off of your list. I'm willing to keep. I say we go ahead and keep Hourglass. Okay. All right, I like that. It gives us three off Ashes of the Wake, which is, you know, great album. All right, so we now have chosen 12 songs. We have three spots left. Yes. Um, so uh, at this round, we are going to pick a song off the other person's list that we would like to drop. So Ooh. what song off of my list are you willing to drop? Let me go with... I think I'm going to drop terminally unique. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, looking, man. I'm sorry. It's hard for me, man. I love all the songs. <laughs> it's, it's my, uh, yeah, I know that's, <laughs> that's a good one. man. No, it's hard. It's hard for me to drop that. Cause that, that's off of uh resolution, right? Yeah. That's a good yep. song, but yeah, I'm sorry there, Dean. I'm going to drop. <laughs> you don't gotta be sorry. Um, all right. Let's see. Hmm. All right. So off of your list, I'm going to, okay. Um, so it's between two songs, Engage the Fear Machine and 11th Hour. Um, uh, those are the two songs that I've chosen to, to go ahead and see. So I'm going to drop Engage the Fear Machine. Okay. Not happy with that, but it's okay. <laughs> and I would have said that. I would have said that for any song you dropped. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember when we when when we did Metallica. It was so hard because like every single one of those songs were my babies, you know, kind of uh, thing. You know, yeah. but you know, I, that's how I feel with all these too. Okay, so looks like we have three left each. So what's the next? Th yeah, we're back to picking our own song. Yes, we're back to picking our own song. Again, we have already picked 12 spots, so we're gonna we're looking to pick the next two spots. We've got 13 and 14, um, so we're going to see what we pick. Okay, and then the 15th, we debate that one? Um, the 15th one, so when we get to so the next round, um, let's see, we have one, two, three songs each left, right? Yeah. So what's going to end up happening is we're going to um, pick us two songs and that'll leave us with two each yep. and we're going to drop a song yep. from each of our list. Right. So that'll leave us with one song each. And then that last song, one of those two songs is going to make the list. So okay. choose wisely. 
All right. I am going to choose Vigil. So you're keeping Vigil. Yes. All right. All right. So for me, um, I've got the undertow. I've got gears. And I've got ditch left. And um, we've got a song already off of Resolution. Oh, no, we don't. We took we took Terminally Ill off. Do we have a song from Resolution on here? No, we right? We do not. No, we do not. Okay. Undertow's on Resolution, right? Right. And then uh, we don't have anything off of Omens. I've only picked one song. So um, this is where things start to get interesting because we still also have Gears, but we already have something off of Lamb of God just in case. Um, all right, I'm going to go ahead and pick um, The Undertow as a song to keep. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good song there. All right, so now we have chosen 14 spots. However, this round is the song off your own list that you're willing to drop. So that means that whatever song you keep is not necessarily going to make the final list because you have one song against me that you have to battle. So choose wisely. I am going to drop 11th hour. All righty then. That was quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. I love that song, but I'm going to drop that. We have two songs from As a Palace Burns. Um, two really good songs. So I'm uh, good. I'm good with that. All right. So God, I heard these songs earlier. And I'm, you know, the, the funny thing about it is, like I said, I'm, since I'm not a huge Lamb of God fan, you know, a lot of this stuff. They they've all these songs have great grooves, and some of them are faster, and some of them are not as fast because I can't say they're slow, other than the Duke and Overlord. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, there's nothing slow from Lamb of God whatsoever. Um, no. And it's funny; it's like there's not even anything like like for instance, like in Metallica, like a thing that should not be. That's just that slow and chuggy and sludgy. There's nothing yeah. like that either. You yeah, know, agreed. like maybe you'll you'll get the Lamb of God to stop a song in the middle of it and they'll do like a little chug, right? But then they just go back to just ripping your face off. And so <laughs> it is a, such a, a unique and unusual thing. Um, it is. Absolutely. So between these two songs, Gears and Ditch, man, I don't know which one to pick, but um, I'm going to take, I'm going to roll the dice and I'm going to say, I'm going to drop gears and see what happens to ditch. All right. So we're dropping gears, which is off of, um, lamb of God. God. So we have ditch left from omens and in your words from wrath. Right. So So, now we have to bait those two, right? So, right. So now, yeah. So in your words and, and the ditch. Yeah. So it's now, so the question then becomes, you know, which one do you think is better than the other? So now you, uh, you had spoken to me, earlier when we first talked about this, how you were ranking all your songs. Yes. Right? So if, if that's, if, if you did that exercise, this actually should be a really easy decision for you to make. It is. Okay. But it's hard <laughs> because these two songs are ranked. So in your words is a top 10 song for me, um, for, for Lamb of God and ditch is, I have them ranked. I have them ranked nineteenth, and I had, I had in your words ranked ninth on my list. So for me, even though they're on the upper ranking of all the all the Lamb of God songs, 
uh, you know, Ditch has only been around you know, fairly new songs, so I haven't heard as much of in your words. Ditch, they recently played Ditch Live at the show, which I was so excited about. Um, you were there as well. You probably heard it as well yep. uh, when you saw them in, in Texas there. Um, and, but In Your Words has been a song for me. Honestly, it's one of the songs that, like, anytime I listen to it, it kind of goes up my rankings every the more and more I listen to it. And then as I was listening, going through this exercise, uh, you know, I listen to it fairly I listen to it a lot, but like I haven't listened to it for, you know, maybe a little bit and I put it on. I'm just like, man, it's so good. It's just the way it's, it's the first, you know, it's, there's a little instrumental on the album, the passing and it goes into in your words and it's just so, and the, the lyrics are just awesome. So for me, it's in your words. And that's, um, I know we don't have a song from the new album on there. We do have one from Wrath already. Um, but for me, I, it's just hard for me to not pick in your words. So, okay. So well, we so can definitely debate it. No, I know. I get you. So, um, when, when I, when I listened to the songs, you know, earlier this afternoon, I was listening to a lot of this stuff. So during my lunch hour, I had Lamb of God playlist playing all morning long on the way home. My wife was taking my daughter to voice lessons. So I was able to actually have some time to myself in the car. Although God, I was struggling to stay awake driving home <laughs> so bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, and, and that's why I listened to, I, I didn't really listen to ditch because I had wanted to hear some of the other songs and that's how I picked some of the ones that we were already listening to. I heard them on the way home yeah. um, or that I'm sorry, some of the other songs that I've chosen. So for me, ditch was one. Yeah. I heard it at the concert a couple weeks ago. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, I remember when they talked about it. And what I noticed about Ditch um, was the the verses. He kind of he's almost kind of rapping in a way. Mm-hmm. He, he has a, a staccato about the way he's singing that particular those that song and the verses that almost kind of rapping. And uh, I thought that was unusual, um, but I still think the song is really good. Um, however in your words, you know, basically is the, is the, 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 the kickoff of that album, you know, it has that, that instrumental interlude and that's great. Um, but it's still, you know, it's still really the first legitimate song on the album. So, I mean, you have it as a top 10 song mm-hmm. and you have number 19 and, and I, and the reason why you have it that way, obviously you've, you've spent more time within your words. So the question then becomes, do you think it would ever be a situation where ditch would, would rise into the top 20 you know, or higher in the top 20 than it is now? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, like literally, honestly, going into this whole process, me ranking all the songs, like the number one song that I ranked actually ended up surprising me. Cause I didn't think it was going to be, my number one song and it was and um and we i talk about the end if you want i don't want to give it away here but um but it was just like the more and more i listen to it man that's my favorite song by them it's just so good um but yeah so that's kind of so yeah could ditch move up i guess it could but in the i've listened in your words since it came out i i forgot what year wrath came out on top of my head but i mean ever since it came out it's when it's been a song that i've like always loved um, yeah, from the beginning. So, so yeah, uh, 
I guess we can, I mean, you tell me. Like, I, I obviously want to pick in your words. You probably want to pick Ditch. So no, I think we I have mean, to make a decision. And I'm fine either, you know. Either it's way. one of those things where, you know, I can't force one thing over the other, right? Um, and it's, it's, it becomes this, an issue of which one of us is willing to say, okay, I'll take that song, right? Yeah, and yeah. I think in you know, if for me, you are the bigger Lamb of God fan. So to me, a true a true Lamb of God fan at this point in in what we're doing would probably prefer to hear in your words, only because ditch is new. In your words is something that that that, that you've quote unquote grown up with the band with. So, like in your words would be a it would be a song live. That when it comes on, all the fans will look at you like, "Oh my God, they're playing in your words!" Like that, I just know it. Like that's because they don't play it a lot anymore. As a, when the first name the album came out, but I know it's a song that, like, you know, I just know I look over at a fan like, "Oh my God, they're playing this!" Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean that type of thing, right? You know, and, then, and that's, so that's, 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 that's a true right. fan song. It's a it's a deep cut, right? Yeah. And so, so the Duke, like the Duke, would be like, "Oh my God, people will be the same thing." They're like, "Oh my God, they're playing the Duke and Undertones." They don't really play those a lot live. So I think that would be cool as well. So I do think um, that would be the reason I would pick it because of that reason. I think, I think fans would definitely be like, Oh shit, that's awesome. Okay. Well, let's, let's, um, let's keep in your words and I'm going, I'm willing to drop ditch. So, all right. We're going to so keep in, your words. in our list. We have 15 awesome songs. And eight of the nine albums are represented, I noticed, and plus an EP, the Duke EP. But so that's pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. The only one not represented is the new one, which which is Ditch, which we almost made it. So so we got close to that. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. All um, right. So let me read them off. Sure. Um, that's what we have here. Okay. So we have black the, the 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 top 15 so we're going to then now uh put these in concert set list order so the 15 songs that we're going to choose from are black label ruin laid to rest now you've got something to die for walk with me in hell redneck um set to fail the undertow vigil hourglass black in the cursed sun uh, still echoes Memento Mori and in your words, I think I got everything there. If I'm not mistaken. Yep. I think so. Okay. So now you and I, um, basically will get to pick the songs in the way we would love to hear them in concert. So, so like if they put out a live album, and we would go to the store and, and look at that. We would say, this is what the set list I want to see. Um, let's see, who should go first on this one? You went first on the picking. So I think I'm going to go ahead and go first and yeah. start this show off. And with that being said, I like what they're doing right now when it comes to the way that they're starting their set. And I've seen them twice in the last two years, I think it is. I saw them obviously open with Pantera. They um, played with Megadeth a couple years back. And both cases, they opened the show with Memento Mori. And I think that's something that we should see in this particular instance as well. So I'm going to go ahead and put Memento Mori as the first song. Yeah, I agree with you there. I like what they're doing with it too. Um, the great opening, the little instrument on the beginning and, 
they drop that curtain and we get into it. So yeah, I think that's really good for a phone. Okay, with that, I am going to go, you know, I'm trying to listen to the song in my head and how it ends and, you know, and like them going into something like, you know, right after that. Um, and to be honest, I was going to pick one, but now the more I think about it and listening to like the sequence of the song, I think I'm going to go with actually In Your Words as the second song. All right. All right. So where does that leave me here? I have no idea from here because everything sounds really <laughs> fast at this point. I I mean, I know certain songs that I'd like to see kept towards the end. Um, and uh, you, it's some, there's sometimes like where you want to hear that, like a kind of like a hit single early in the, in the set, just so you got something to sit there and say, yeah, you know, um, but I, I don't, we're not there yet. So, um, Hmm. How about, and again, I'm, I'm not as familiar with these songs, so I'm not as familiar with how they end and how they begin completely, but how about ruin at this point? Yeah. I like that. I'm going to go right into a slow song. Just joking when I say that. We're going to go with, man, this is a banger after banger for me, man. We're going to go with, now you've got something to die for. Get that up there in the early part of the set. I had a feeling that's what you were going to go with (laughs) when you said slow song. Yeah. Right. Because it's funny, it starts off slow and then it picks up the pace, but it never really is super fast. That's that's the one thing about this song. I guess if you're going to consider it a slower song, this is probably the slower kind of songs that they have. Yeah. All right. All right. How about from here we go into Still Echoes? Yeah, that's a good one. I like it. I like it. So we're about five songs in. Still got 10 more to to list here. Now, one thing I forgot to mention earlier at the beginning when we started doing this uh, set listing is we're going to pick the first 12 songs, which is the main part of the set, and then songs 13, 14, and 15 will be encores. Okay. So try to to keep in mind that the song you're going to pick, number 12, is going to be the set closer. Yep. So uh, that's that's key because you don't want a boring song. <laughs> yep. You want, no, you want something that's going to get the, the fans going crazy. All right. That sounds good. Okay. Um. Then what I'll do is let's go. I have a good idea here. So let's go with my favorite song. So I told you earlier, my favorite song by them. My favorite song by them is Black and the Cursed Sun. So let's go with that song right there in the middle there. Okie dokie. And that was the song I was saying earlier. Like it was as as I listened to it more and more and more. Like every, I just it, it's it top of my list every time. And it's so funny if you don't know that one as well. Please listen to that one because you'll I feel good. So it, it's funny because you know you get songs like that. Like when you're a super fan, I would consider you a super fan of Lamb of God. You know you're a super fan of Metallica, and and as as am I, and. There, there's songs that the casual listener will will never know, and then there's songs that the average listener will know, but don't necessarily uh, keep in high regard. Yeah. 
And then super fans, like the deep tracks are like, this is their best song, you know? Mm -hmm. And I totally understand how it is because like, for instance, for me, even though Metallica plays this song almost every time they, they, they play live creeping death is my favorite Metallica song, right? But my number two favorite Metallica song is for whom, uh, not for whom the bell tolls. Number two is uh, the four horsemen. Yeah. And that gets such, it's funny because that gets such a really, really big response when they play it live. And it's sad that they don't play it as often. But when you're 40 years into your career and you got a shit ton of songs you got to play, you know, <laughs> some songs have to be dropped off. Yeah. You know, I get that, it. that to yeah. me is one of their best songs, you know, and that, yeah, we all know it's a Dave Mustaine song. I get it. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's still, you know, the lyrics were changed by James. So it's still a, it's still an awesome song. So I understand how you feel when you put, when you pick black in the curse, uh, black in the curse son. All right, so that gives us six songs, and now I get to pick a song. Let's see. How about we throw in, we're right in the middle of the set. Why don't we throw in Vigil here? Yeah, sounds good to me. Okay. I think what I'll do is I think kind of, you know, right in the middle, like you said, slow it down a little bit, and we'll put the Duke in there, right there. That's a good idea. Just to kind of give people a little break from the pit. And then, you know, get a little, get a water in you, get a beer, not leave, but just kind of take a step back and just listen to a little bit. And then we're going to get right back into some, because the songs we have less left are uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good songs. They're all good songs, but some bangers coming up here. So considering that, and we're talking about bangers, how about we come out with Black Label? All right. What do you think of that? Good song, man. I love it. All right. Now it's your choice. And now we have three songs left before the end of the set. Yeah. So you have to keep in go, mind what song you want in the encore, too. Yeah, I'm going to go the undertow here. Um, You're going to go with the undertow. Yep. Okay. I like we it. We have I like five it. songs. We have two, you know, one we want to end and then kind of get it going um, towards the end here. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we got one, two, three four, five songs left. And three of them are really big songs for the band. So how about we put Set to Fail here in number 11? Okay. Now, one thing I did forget to mention is that you do have a veto. You have two vetoes that you can oh. use if you don't like a song in a particular spot. Okay. I forgot to mention that. Not that, not that, um, I don't, it's, it's hard to say with, with, with Lamb of God, you know, what song prefers. Yeah. Or, but like, if you told me you were trying to hold, you know, just joking around, if you were trying to hold Hourglass for the last song, I'd probably like veto that. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I actually, okay. I didn't know you could veto. So there's one that I, I would, that you put on that I think I would like somewhere else, but. Okay, what song was that? But uh, I mean, you can argue it if you want. Um, Black Label. I I know I said I like. I, I think that would be perfect at the song before going into the, the encore because it's their first big song. People love that song, and I think it's like a great like closing going into you know. There's a little break, and then we go into the go into the encore. Um, so I would like that at the 12th spot. If we you would like there. Black Label at 12. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So if, you're, if you're and right. then yeah, I think that'd be perfect song. So um, then, how about um, in in the black label spot? Now for number eleven, I had I had said what I just put um, set to fail. Set to fail. Are you good with set to fail? And that's in number eleven. I would be fine that or hourglass if that's what you were thinking. Um, well, well, so so at number nine, then um, we also have to look at replacing black label. So I'm thinking putting walk with me in hell in the number nine spot. Oh yeah. 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 I'll be good with that. Okay. So walk with me in hell in number nine and then set to fail at number 11. Okay. You're good with that. All right. So yeah, that's good. That leaves us with laid to rest redneck and hourglass. Yes. All right. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here. At number thirteen, <laughs> coming coming out of black label, and then you know coming out of the darkness into the encore, I'd like to see it start off with laid to rest. Oh, okay, I like that. Good, good one there. All right, so now then you're I, picking number fourteen. Yeah. So you got redneck or you an hourglass? I'm gonna go with another Ash of the Wake song, hourglass. So like two bangers, Ash of the Wake, bam bam. And go with Hourglass. Um, Which leaves you know. Redneck as the finale. Yes. That, my friend, is one awesome set list. It is. It's a great I set like, list. I like it. I do All too. Right. So, go ahead and read it off. All right. So, big concert going on tonight. We got Lamb of God hitting the stage. And we got... First song, Memento Mori from Lamb of God. And we have In Your Words from Wrath, Ruin, As a Palace Burns. Now You've Got Something to Die For, Ashes of the Wake, Still Echoes, Therm Undrug, Black and the Cursed Sun, Sacrament, Vigil, As the Palace Burns, The Duke from the Duke EP, Walk With Me in Hell, Sacrament, The Undertow from Resolution, Set to Fail, Wrath, Black Label, New American Gospel, Laid the Rest, Ashes of the Wake, Hourglass, Ashes of the Wake, and Redneck Sacrament. That's a great set list. I mean, I, I think when I look and all the all the times I've seen them, I don't think two of these songs I don't think I've ever seen live. So it'd be really cool to see. I don't think I've ever seen the Duke or the Undertow live. Um, but all the other ones I have seen. Um, and so it'd be cool. That's that's cool. Like, you know, you go to a show and you get a song that you haven't seen before. That's kind of the the goal sometimes is when you, you want to see, of course, certain ones. But you know, you 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 get one there. Like, oh man, they're playing the Duke, or they're playing the other. So, so I think that's awesome. Yeah, you know. Uh, so, but like we talked about um, on the previous episode, both you and I participated in the M seventy two weekend, and there were songs that I hadn't heard uh, in a long time, like Leper Messiah and Dirty Window. And Dirty Window, you know, it's funny you know, you and I had talked about that and it wasn't, it's not really a high priority kind of song to listen to off of St. Anger, but it actually came across pretty well when I, when I was watching it. Um, and so I, I was not, uh, I was not like, Oh, they, they, they should have played something else, you know? And just as, just as like when they played Leper Messiah, I was like, Whoa, I haven't heard this in a while, you know? Yeah. So, so that was pretty cool. And I can't remember now off the top of my head what the one song was that was played that I had not heard 
uh, live before, but um, there that did, I think there was one um, other than the seventy-two season song. But anyhow, it it uh, it was a pretty cool show. But this this um, this Lamb of God set list, you know, I've seen them headline. Oh, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna someone's gonna comment me when I say this, but I saw them play a headlining show with Anthrax, and I left mid set. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and the reason why I left mid set was because at the time I was not into Lamb of God as much, and um, I was in I was there really just to see Anthrax, and I was disappointed to find out that Anthrax was the opener and, and not the closer. Yes. Yes. Um, which was a surprise, but it w- what was amazing about it is when Anthrax finished, you know, all the old fogies, you know, like myself, walked out, and all of a sudden the place got packed with Lamb of God fans. I was, I mean, it was at that moment when I realized that the guard had changed. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was like, and Anthrax was never the, the a major major headline act. They always went back and forth between headlining and and uh, and opening up for other bands, but man, it was amazing to see how many people kind of shifted. You know, there, a lot of people walked out on Anthrax because they were going to get a beer or go to the bathroom. It was in between sets, but then when all of a sudden when Lamb of God came, you know, came on, the place was packed, and I was like, wow, I'm really surprised. So, um, yeah. So they were headlining that show, and um, I did not. Uh, I did not stay for the whole thing, so that's my bad. And <laughs> and uh, and I did get to see um, Chris Adler play drums for Megadeth. That was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, he came out with a mask on his face and left it on the whole time, which I was really surprised about. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't understand that at all. Like, like that's why right. was he, he playing with a mask on? I thought there was a reason why he had a mask on, honestly. I but remember. Anyway, that was, uh, I mean, every time I've seen them, I think every time I've seen them, God, I think they've gotten better. And so this last time when we saw them open for Pantera, it was amazing. I thought they were great. Um, so I, yeah, I, and that's the thing. I, I think that that's, you say the keyword, they've gotten better every time I see them. Like, I'm like, I'm never going to miss them live again. Like I never miss them anymore because I miss, I think I actually couldn't go to that anthrax and i got or i didn't go i missed that one unfortunately but i've seen them pretty much every time i've seen them I've seen them 10 times so i've seen them a lot i mean you know every time they're in this area i pretty much see them and, and they are just so good and they get better and better every time you see them and their energy that's the one thing about them their energy on stage is just amazing like it's hard not to like get into it's not it's hard not to like I converted one of my friends who's really not into that type of music. I'm like, dude, just go to the Slam of God show with me. I'm telling you, you're gonna have the best time. <laughs> and he was like, dude, that. And then he went to another, he went to another one with me. It's like not even his favorite type of music, but he just like the energy they bring and what they do on stage. It's just it's hard not to like get into it. So, so again, this set list I think would uh, would be awesome to see. And I would I would love, I'm actually gonna put this together on my like Apple or my uh, Amazon playlist. Put this set list together and to have it to listen so- to. So one thing we, we we used to do, we tried to do, was get our um, greatest hits um, as playlists um, to offer up on Spotify. However, I realized that it wasn't working because we weren't paying for a Spotify account. We had a free account. So 
Um, I tried to get it on set up on my per, uh, as a secondary on my personal account. So I don't know if certain things are available yet, but I will be going back in. So for those of you who listen to um, the show and want to see some of these playlists and some of these greatest hits, um, I am working at um, getting this added uh, as a feature getting the, the all the greatest his playlist um i'm not there yet as far as purchasing a separate spotify account because i already have a family account um so we're we're trying to figure out how to squeeze him into the family account <laughs> and see if it works but um yeah i i i did the same thing kind of when, when um i was getting ready for the concert i put I checked out the set list and I put all those songs as a playlist in that order so that I could be comfortable listening to them and saying, Oh, okay, this is what they're playing. And, and so I knew what was coming, but I also wanted to get into it. So, all right, gotcha. that awesome. puts, brings us to our big four t- for tonight. And tonight's big four is lamb of God albums. So, since you are the bigger Lamb of God fan, I'm going to go first so that you can probably rip apart and critique my album choices. <laughs> okay. And then uh, we'll okay. go from there. All right. All right. So big four Lamb of God albums. Number four for me. Um, and I was surprised by this because when I was looking at the albums, I realized I was like, man, you know, there's certain albums that I knew they, um, they had put out and I had listened to it. And I was like, oh, I don't think I don't, I don't feel anything off of this album. And then all of a sudden I'm like, well, actually there's this song and there's that song and this song's here. And I'm like, Oh, okay. It's not bad. So for number four, for me is wrath because I thought it's a better album than I originally gave it credit for. So there's that number three for me is the self-titled Lamb of God album that has Memento Mori on it. Um, when I heard that, I was like, Hey, you know what? This song is really good. And then it kept, it kept going. And I was like, this album's pretty good. It's not bad at all. Um, it was one of the first albums that I really was able to kind of sink into a little bit and say, okay, you know what? I, my opinion has changed with Lamb of God. And it was also because I was listening to everything else at the same time. Uh, number two is Sacrament. Um, got a lot of good songs off of Sacrament. My favorite song, Redneck, is off of Sacrament. So that was pretty cool. I love that video too. <laughs> it's such yeah, it's a cool, it it's a good cool video. song. And then number one for me is the first album that I heard, first album that I purchased. Actually, it's the only one that I physically own. And that is ashes of the wake um i didn't know who they were i listened to them i went to see them in Ozfest, and i was like wow this is a pretty interesting band um so that is my number one ashes of the wake awesome that's a great list you great list yeah we have two of the same maybe three so maybe three <laughs> my number four i'm actually going to say right now because i honestly it's it's a toss-up for me i'm not going to say which toss-up is but I think I'm going to go with Wrath as four. Um, yeah, it's tough for me. But yeah, Wrath is number my, my number four. My, other, my top three are, were pretty, honestly, easy for me um, to, to put in. Just because, you know, I, I think these are the three that I just love listening to the most full, all the way through. Um, so my number three is uh, Sturm Undrog. Uh, 
the album for me is, you know, I, I assume you you know the whole story about Randy Blythe um, in jail. Well, yeah, and jail yeah. Uh-huh. So he, you know, that whole album is basically written after that. Um, and he wrote a lot of that from that. So I encourage you, if you have not read his book, Dark Days yet, um, or watch the documentary they put together about everything. I, I encourage you to check it out if you're a reader. It's a great book. He, you know, he writes about his experience and being in jail and everything and what he went through. And it was, and also the documentary is really good. So just, just recommend it if you have time. Definitely check those out. It's, it's really, really interesting. But that album is, it's, it's really emotional album. Uh, but I honestly think a lot of the songs are just fantastic songs. Um, so I love that album. Um, number one and two for me are they were they're very close. They're one A and one B for me. As a sacrament, I have as number two, uh, and after the wake is my number one. Again, and after the wake, when I first heard it, kind of like you, the first, when I first time I heard, it, I'm like, man, this it just after as the palace burns and after the wake. When the first time I heard, it, I'm like, this album is just so amazing. And then uh, sacrament was after that, and I was like, wow, they, they're getting better. But those two are like right there for me. It's hard for me to choose, but I have Ash of the Wake like a slightly up, a little bit higher. Um, honestly, it was based on my rankings of all the songs of every song that they have, and they came out it came out a little bit higher. My favorite song is Black Skirt Sun, which is on Sacrament. Um, but Ash of the Wake as a whole, I think I like just a little bit better. Um, as a I, I I can agree with that because there's you know there's just something about it, and I mean, if it's if I'm not mistaken, it's their biggest saying, selling album. So, what what's interesting to me is that what I really really like about everything that they've done is the sound that they get, especially the sound that they had in the the mid two thousands. That snare drum, I mean, uh, Chris Adler's sound on his drumming was just incredible. I mean, it sounded like he was playing a piccolo snare most of the time. I could be wrong. But I just love the way that thing snaps and pops. You can just hear that clear through. Like today's drum sounds sound like shit. And you and you and I have not talked about this um, as far as, you know, because you've only been on the show a few times. But, you know, Chris K and I have talked incessantly about how today's drum sound just sounds like absolute ass. And what I figured out one day was that, they're trying to make the snare sound like a floor tom. And I'm like, you know what? There's a reason why it doesn't sound like that because it's not a fucking floor tom, <laughs> you know? And yeah. like it, it, it all sounds like one big mush. The snare drum doesn't stand out. It doesn't pop. And I hate that sound. And one of the biggest culprits of that production sound is, um, Andy Sneap, and it's unfortunate because he's an extremely good producer. He gets great guitar sounds out of his out of his bands, but this this modern technique of recording drums just doesn't do it for me. And that's the one thing I really really like about Lamb of God is is their drum sound. I mean, their sound overall, their production is great. So they have really crystal clear guitars. You know, every the mixing is done really well, but the the way the drums sound is what made Lamb of God unique for their genre and their group of bands that they that they played with because shadows fall didn't have that sound but lamb of god did god god forbid didn't have that sound um hate breed didn't have that sound but they're all in that same category yeah 
you know, and and as much as I like Shadow's Fall, I mean, Jason Bittner is one of my all-time favorite guitar uh, drummers, guitars. He's one of my all-time favorite drummers. And I love the fact that he's playing with Overkill now because that gives him a steady gig. Um, but his the drum sound was pretty average standard for drumming, although it's, it stood out. But it wasn't like Chris Adler's at all. Chris Adler's just stood out far and above. To the point, Chris Adler's almost, to me, and this is going to be weird to say, and it's not. I'm not comparing skills whatsoever, because Chris blows Lars Ulrich away. But Lars Ulrich has a specific sound, and oh, you yeah. know, you know it's Lars when you hear it, right? Yep. This Chris Chris Adler sound with drumming is very unique, and it was actually kind of, for the most part, kind of muted when he was in Megadeth for that one album, but you could tell how solid the drumming was, but that's, that's because that's Dave's band, you know? And, and, you know, for the, for lack of what it is up until he left, you know, uh, Lamb of God was Chris's band, you know? So. Yeah. And I want to give it up to, uh, Art Cruz. I think Art Cruz is a fantastic drummer and, and seeing him why he's amazing. He's, he was on the last two albums and he, he came right in and just fit right in with that band. (laughs) I gotta um, sit there and say I've never seen anybody do hair twirls behind a drum set. <laughs> I know, right? That's a great. Uh, that he's was such a great. Well. Just watching interviews with him, man. He's just such a. It seems like a cool down home dude. So I, I really like like that. And and I just think in general, you know, John Campbell is just a beast up there on the bass, and Morton and Willie Adler, like they just their guitar work and just how they play off each other, man. It's just so awesome. So yeah, I, I just I, I just. Again, I'm glad we did this tonight because I was really excited for this one. Cool, cool. All right. That's our big four Lamb of God albums. And that brings an end to this episode of Debating Metal. So please remember, if you want to interact with us, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or send us an email at debatingmetal at gmail.com. And if you listen to us on YouTube, be sure to leave us a comment and ring that bell to be notified when we post a new episode. And as always, you can listen to us on your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, Podbean, and all the others. So like or subscribe, and thank you for listening. On behalf of Sklo and myself, stay safe and always turn it up to 11. See ya!